0: Hey, this goes out to our Servers Journey community. As always, you can click the links in the descriptions to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And a new thing, or you can become a supporter of the show on Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can gain access to exclusive content, behind-the-scenes material, receive a Servers Journey community sticker, and a shout-out on the show. So, as always, help us to create leaders worth following.
1: Welcome to this edition of A Server's Journey with Rocky Destefano. Rocky has been a server since his early days at working behind the counter at Chick-fil-A. Having been a very successful career, he has a story of his own, and Rocky is also called upon to develop staff around the country not only in Chick Fil A, but in various other industries. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning. How you doing, Jay? All
0: right. <laughs> I just want to welcome everybody and thank you so much for uh, coming and listening and joining us on this journey. This is episode one or two, 102. or yes, yes, thank you. Very- <laughs> it's uh, you know it's hard to say. You know but. it's early in the morning still. Yeah. Uh, and you know today I really hope that we can talk a little bit about creating a culture
1: of caring. Okay, well, I know you're a server, and you've been a server all your life, and you love to to talk to people about leading themselves, yes. leading a few people, and then leading many, and which leads to a, leading an organization. Absolutely. So that's the journey that we're on here on a server's journey. Yep. Um, today, you said you want to talk about caring. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's... Maybe the
0: first place to start. And I think the first question you've got to ask yourself is, why does having a culture of caring even matter? And then even more important, if it does matter, then what does one look like? You know, a culture of caring, it it encompasses a lot of different things. You know, it, it shows leaders who are caring about the employees. It's employees caring about each other. And if we do it correctly, everybody cares about the customer and the team, and sometimes the community even, resonates with the company's purpose. Um, creating a, a culture of caring is really impactful in a lot of ways. Well, how can we do this? What, what happens? Well, you know, I, I think you have to, first of all, you have to really try to figure out a way to increase your employees' engage, uh, increase employee engagement. Um, and, you know, that really affects a lot of things, Larry. When I was going to say, what is engagement? Well, you know, it's, it's why are they there? Uh, you know, everybody comes to a job. Of course, they have to pay the bills, and that's part of it. I want a paycheck. That's exactly it. But when you get their engagement, um, it, it affects things like absenteeism. It, it, it affects retention and productivity. And the byproduct of all of that uh,
1: or all of that is is caring, and that, really impacts in the end the customer experience. Well, what happens with the, the employee? If the employee is engaged, what happens?
0: You know, I, I think time and time again, you're going to see that caring, uh, uh, caring culture produces happy employees. And in the end, that creates happy customers. And you know, happy customers, it's important because they, they come more often, they pay full price, and even better, they tell others how great you are. And all of that matters because that impacts the bottom line, and it's not a dirty word, you know, folks. It's it's nothing wrong with saying that there's a bottom line. You know, we're not running a charity, you know, we're we're running a for profit, but we want to run a for profit business that has integrity, and and one that makes the team feel important. Well, how do you how do you do this? Well, you, you know, I, I think the the first place is in order to care, they must. First, care about why you do what you do in the first place. And, you know, I decided a long time ago that it can't just be about chicken. What? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy, right? Well, how do you do that? I mean, you are in the chicken business. We are. We are. But we really don't consider that. We're really in the people business. And, you know, I think what has really helped us the most is uh, we clarify and we communicate our purpose. So, part of building a community of caring is aligning what you believe as a company with what you do and how you do it. And employees must understand your business's purpose otherwise they cannot help you achieve it. How has that related to the customer? You know, purpose resonates resonates with everybody. It's not just your team. Um, you know, customers need to
1: believe in that purpose in order to engage with your brand too. And what, one good thing about Chick-fil-A is you don't have customers, you have guests, right? right. Yes. yes it's, sir. it's that little phrase. Yes, sir. It's what you build into the culture, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And then, you know, we, they have to understand not just what the product is that we deliver, but they also have to understand uh, why that's important. Why does caring matter? You know, Apple is a great example of this. You know, they they weren't first to market with their music device. The iPad? Yeah. iPod? Well, iPod, really, even back wow. then. Um, in fact, I think it was Motorola that was first to market. And some people even say that Motorola had a better product. But Motorola basically said, hey, we made this. Here's what it does. And Apple said, "We we created this beautiful thing, and this is why you need it. Wow, and so they just connected it, you know. And a, and a leader, you've got to paint the picture of why what we do is well, important.
1: Well, I know uh, reading about Steve Jobs, uh, I think his packaging was oh, yeah. an important thing. No doubt, it was so critical. Every little element. When you open up that box and you get your iPhone, if yeah. you have an iPhone, you just it, it fits so beautifully. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's it's amazing. So that's related to the customer. Absolutely, yeah. And, and it paints a nice picture. Yeah. Well, and then
0: you still have to go back to that question and you have to answer this for your team too. Why do we do what we do? What do we believe? And really it gets down to a deeper question of how can we be be the most impactful? That that has to be answered and then you have to share it with your team. Well, how do you do it? You know, it's, it's, it's easier said than done for sure. I think starting and answering that question Um, it can really help build a culture that sets you apart. You know, at at Chick-fil-A, we knew that serving food is what we did, and it was a real need, and people come in hungry, but that it was probably not going to resonate with our team. It just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to get them up and you know get them to get ready to come into work every day and
1: now as i understand it chick-fil-a <laughs> started as a as a diner sure yeah a little what 10 seat diner yeah is a lot more like a, a waffle house and it grew into this cha- this restaurant chain yes it did okay so it that culture has got to have changed someplace so what happened well you know i think that
0: we took and it's odd to say this as a restaurant. To some degree, we took to focus off the food and began to focus on the people. And that was the team and the customers and so forth. You know, at at, at Claremont, our, our mission is make their story better. Um, it doesn't say anything about food. It it talks really, it, give, it gives us a lot of leeway to explain um, how we get the chance to write some story, some lines into every single customer. How did teaching. you come up with that? it was helped by our a lot by our team and engaging your team yeah absolutely engaging our team and and you know our, we we talk about this when we first bring people on that that our goal every day is to interact with our customers and to add to their story and when possible to create joy and excitement into
1: their life and, and just by being in the front line counter and good food goes a long way yeah absolutely Absolutely. Well, how do you get people involved?
0: You know, there's this element of empowering and engaging people. And, you know, you really can't force a belief down people's throat. Uh, You can't force employees and customers to care about your purpose. Um, But if if you can empower them and you can get them engaged, then there's that element of self-leadership.
1: You Um, mean you let them do things on their own? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You have to. Yeah. How, how does that happen? I mean, you're in an environment where it's very controlled. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think you have to provide an environment um, where the employees feel empowered to take actions that in the end will help the co- company. When your team feels like they're part of the decision, Larry, the decisions matter a lot more to them. Mm. Okay. And so you allow people to make decisions? Yeah, we do. the the, the uh, Another critical point I would say is, you know, allow people to go off script empowerment, it isn't just about providing manuals and policies. Sometimes empowerment is really about allowing people the freedom to go off script. Now, what do you mean by off script? You know, we hire, just like every other company, we we hire people for a task. They're doing something. They're serving a customer or they're, you know, waitressing or, or making a drink. But we get this amazing thing we get this free brain in in the process and you know service it can be transactional but but caring is more than that caring is about giving your team permission to be human and you know policies and procedures they allow you to be consistent and that's important you want to deliver the same type of service experience to everybody but but if you're going to go for caring then what people want is authenticity more than perfection.
1: And you can do that at the front counter?
0: Yeah, there really isn't any kind of manual for that, Larry. You have to move to an idea where people can be unscripted, they can be um, human, and they can respond in the moment to what they think is the right thing to do.
1: Now, how, do, how can they do that? What are the, What are some of the examples of that?
0: You know, as, as companies grow, it, it definitely becomes... More difficult. And I think that, you know, in our world today, we, we kind of shy away, you know, the PC approach is, hey, let's keep this relationship business. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to focus on personal relationships. I mean, not just with um, your staff, but really also with your customers. And you have to develop deeper relationships. It's got to be a goal. You have to be intentional about it.
1: No, wait a minute. I'm coming into your store. I'm ordering food. If the wait line isn't too long, it's like 15 minutes, 15 seconds, excuse me, to give the order. Maybe it's a minute. Okay. So how am I interacting off script with the customer or with the, your people, your your employees?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I And we'll talk a little bit later in this episode about a, a story that really put this into focus. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, it, it, it allowing them to go off script, allowing them... You know, just a few moments to notice the person's hat or to see if they follow the same sports team or, hey, you've got a little girl, I've got a little girl at home. You know, these interpersonal things, it matters. It just matters to a lot of people. Um, and, and then even with your team, Larry, um, at, at an operational level, it, it can mean things like more FaceTime instead of, you know, emails, more more meetings instead of emails. Like more meetings? Oh no, not more meetings. <laughs> What's going to happen? Well, you know, meetings are terrible unless they're effective. And when you, part of your meeting, part of your DNA is getting to connect with your
1: team, the, the meetings add a lot of value. Hmm. Um, now, you've got a very large, you went from a, what, a staff of 30 people to 110, is that correct? Yes. And And how do you deal with that? How? How can you be that personal with everybody? You know, th- that is a, a struggle for every leader.
0: And it was much easier at 30 than it is at 112. You know, at 30, and honestly, transparently, when my kids were not in the picture or when I was younger, it was easier with 30 people on staff to, you know, go to their plays or their sporting events or know everything about their life. With 112, it, it is much, much difficult. And I don't think we should fool ourselves with that. You, you've heard, of course, you know that I'm a spiritual person. Mm-hmm. And so I look a lot at the Bible as a, a guide for leadership. And, you know, Jesus, yeah, he, he talked to 15,000 people. He spoke and he preached. But, you know, he really had this inner inner group of 12 people. And if you get even deeper... He really spent time with three people. And, and I think sometimes we fool ourselves because we think we're better than that. And the reality is we're not. So as your organization grows, um, you're gonna have to create more leaders that people follow. And it, it works well because maybe they follow Kyle, but Kyle talks about the things I've done in his life where I've been personal And suddenly I get this credibility with a team member that I can't spend tons and tons of time with. You know, and and that credibility, it, it includes employees, but it also can include customers and really everyone that touches or is touched by your brand. Caring, it can't just be about guest or customer. It has to be about me caring about Kyle who cares about other people Who care about customers and it's this
1: cyclical you've got this weird relationships going on but don't you're you're a major company you've got to have a policy manual you've got to have structure you've got to have something to work by how does that work into this relationship you know one thing that we talk about Larry because at the end of the day policies
0: can't be more important than people And, and everybody interacts differently how I may interact with a customer to be human or to make it personal is much different than somebody else. And you have to give them that freedom within your organization to, to be themselves. And really you have to start, you have to walk that talk. It can't just be about things you say, you have to listen, you have to really hear your people, and then you have to take action. You know, people take their cues from their leaders you have to live your purpose. So, if if our purpose is make their story better, I can't really have a policy around that. Isn't your purpose chicken? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, uh, I, chicken is a beautiful thing, and and when you do these things right, you get this beautiful sound of ringing registers. It, it does lead to success, but chicken isn't the reason.
1: It's really about people. It's really about the service. So the journey here is getting people to work with you. Yeah. But also it is, we're in the business world. Yeah. And it is ring the cash register. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong
0: with that. You know, and and really if, you know, customers, people are going to spend their money. And what we've got to do is give them a reason to spend it with us. And I think what Chick-fil-A has done is, it is about food and the food's great. And you know, you're going to get this first mile all the time of a clean restaurant. But there's this other part where, hey, we don't want to be intrusive, but we want to let you know that we see you for
1: who you are. And uh, we want to kind of get to know you a little bit. Okay. Now you mentioned Chick-fil-A. How many stores are there now in the Chick-fil-A system? Uh, We're topping
0: at about 2,300 stores and they open about two every week now they're they're really coast to coast right now right? yeah we're in uh, almost every state i think there's a few states we haven't hit but they should be hit pretty soon okay including hawaii
1: they're actually Ooh. starting to look at that wow that's a that's a stretch for the uh yeah for sure for the truck <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> how's the truck gonna pull up there well know, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure that out i think oh, okay okay <laughs> um you have stores across the country now this is a major chain and, and yet again, the service and the caring is one of the important things of the chair. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. absolutely. Now, how do you communicate that to the team?
0: I, You know, we talk a lot, at, and we've already talked a lot about stories, and, and I love a good story, but it's not just me. I think everybody is moved by a good story. And, you know, I'm a movie guy. Jay, I know you're a movie guy, too. You know when you've been to a good a good story. story yeah you absolutely and you know when you've been to a bad one and when you have been to a bad movie you sometimes want your money back because you felt <laughs> cheated you know everybody is moved by story and, and really you can activate your
1: purpose through storytelling sharing stories is very very powerful so what's the story that you have at chick-fil-a what would be a story and how would you communicate this to your employees? So so this is a this is an interesting thing
0: um, That I wanted to share, you know Sharing stories is something that you have to do internally and so the other day I was approached by a lady who Told me about an experience she had she had come to our store and she wasn't having a very good day Her her mom has been very sick. In fact, she had just been to the hospital to visit her mom And her mom has has been in there for a while. It's been an extended stay. And she told me that she was uh, greeted by one of our uh, cashiers. Um, The cashier engaged her and and mentioned that, hey, it looks like you're not having a very good day. And the customer shared, you know, I've been, you know, having to deal with a sick mom. She's in the hospital right now. And the team member actually bought her meal. Mm. And uh, first of all, of course, it gives you a lump in your throat as the leader to know that. They're getting it, and they're acting. They're they're they feel empowered to go off script. Uh, that team member did that on her own. Yeah, At her. I yeah. assume it's a her. Yes, it was a her. That's a very good call. Although guys do it too. Okay, <laughs> but um, it you know it became this great story. I got to share with my team internally, and you know it cost some money. It cost you know maybe eight dollars during that transaction. But what was great is and and when you do stories right the customers they share it externally mm. and that really in the end is the most effective way to to share your purpose and so it cost me eight something that visit but boy i tell you what i i can't imagine the amount of money that that has brought in or how many people she's told
1: um that matters wow so you've got to have a clarity of purpose you want to engage your, your staff and your customers. Absolutely. You want to you want them to be able to go off script and to tell uh, the story when they need to, right? Absolutely. And you think the most important thing is the personal relationship with your staff. Yeah, I, I think... And um, passing that down from manager to manager.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's it. I think it's, again, it's not something we hear a lot about.
1: I think it's PC to, to not be that way, but it just doesn't work. How about your employees, the line workers, they tell you stories too, right? Sure, yeah. And then it goes up the chain. Yeah, and again, it makes you feel good. I I think you get
0: to a, you know, there's there's pressure, you know, everybody talks about uh, peer pressure and the reality is it can be negative, it can also be positive. And so when the team is excited about living out the purpose and they begin to tell you, it, it impacts not only you, but it also impacts the rest of the team because they understand, okay, we really mean what we're saying.
1: So, you're on a journey. Absolutely, we I are think on we're a, all. We're yep. all on a journey here. Yep. And this is a journey of one learning how to care. Yeah. But you're going to have a lot of stories like this. Absolutely. This yep. is one one step on the journey. Of course, the journey starts as one step at a time, and moving forward until next time. Oh, wait. Yeah, we should probably tell them to go to our website later. Oh, good idea. Yeah. It's a server's journey. Yeah. And, of course, uh, check us out. You're going to see, you know,
0: on, on the website, there'll be further content into some of the topics that we talk about on our sh- on the podcast. And there'll be a, a variety of other things, too, that you can kind of poke
1: around and, and check out. And we want you to tell your friends. Sure. Your Absolutely. coworkers, because this is really a journey to help you engage yourself to grow. Yeah, this is you know, somewhat of a movement. We want as many
0: leaders and as many teams all across the country to kind of get this vision of treating each other this way, uh, because we want to really turn around a society, hopefully.
1: Good idea. So if you would ask your friends or yourself, please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that very easily. And uh, we've got more things coming up again next week. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Until next
0: week, I am Rocky DeStefano, and I hope that together we are going to make a lot of stories better. Thank you very much for listening.